What is up, everybody? This is All That Noise. What? What? My name is Justin Green. Here with Austin Dirks. What up? Luke Nias. Kurt Fisher. (laughs) We got Jordan Campbell. Hey. (laughs) Campbell. Sorry. Campbell. I'm going to do it forever now. (laughs) And we've got a very special guest here. We've actually done a radio show with him before, and it was genius. I don't remember what went wrong with it to why we couldn't use it. Something wrong with the mic. It was Austin's fault. It was Austin's fault. I couldn't just yell. No. Into somebody else's mic from my seat, so we had to scratch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was just, you know. Yeah, and now I'm realizing that the mic that was a problem is hooked up to Kurt's microphone right now. Nice. He's going to switch that cable out while I'm talking. But we are here today to get into an interesting band. One band. If you're high on cocaine, riding that train, know. this might be the band for you. We're going to be talking about some Grateful Dead. Is that right, Mr. Eric Pedals? Yeah. Our guest, I didn't introduce the guest because I got distracted by the mic cable. I'm off my game. I'm sorry. We're here with Mr. Eric Pedals. Talk about the Grateful Dead. Boom. 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 Bada bing, bada boom. And you were just saying you just got off of a flight from Boston? Yeah, my uh, girlfriend and I took a trip over Memorial Day. Oh, yeah? Spent four days in Boston. I love Boston. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's a crazy city. I, I came back and I, I got a new appreciation for what we have here. Yeah? Like, yeah? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff. The architecture is great. The food is mm-hmm. amazing. The transportation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's usually uh, the food. We, we did a lot of walking. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but it's, I mean, it's just chaos. It's just like, ah, People everywhere. Yeah, yeah. everywhere. Like, in the cars, you're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, we're going to die. Like, <laughs> we only got in a car, I think, three times. Like, the oh, bus yeah. ride from the airport down, because we stayed right downtown, and it was great. But I thought we were going to die. Like, the guy was just flying, yeah. almost hitting cars. And, like, we took one of those bike cabs over to Fenway Park. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, those guys are nuts, too. We're <laughs> like, yeah. I drove like, a pedicab just, for a while. Yeah, I, I mean. some money doing that. But yeah, but it's, it's, uh, but, you know, we went to the their farmer's market and their, like, artist market and some things like that. And, like, it was cool. It was nice. Yeah. I bought a hat with a bear eating a Slim Jim patch. Kind <laughs> That's of awesome. Nice. That's pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> a confluence of ideas. I need, I need but, a good hat. But the stuff we have down in Phoenix Park is just, you know, I would say actually a little bit nicer. Yeah. You know? Like, Phoenix Park is you know, there's, the there's a parts. lot of aspects where I was like, yeah, that's good. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this place sucks. But I'm like, you know, we, we kind of got some pretty good things going on here in town, too. So, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was just crazy. We saw ball game at Fenway that was we sat like next to the green monster and had like home runs whizzing by our head it was fantastic so (laughs) I miss going to baseball games on the east coast yeah my parents used to take me to see the Mets all the time that was the bee's knees I still have a Mets baseball with I think Daryl Strawberry's signatures on there somewhere that's a good name, right? Didn't he get like addicted to drugs and, or something weird? Happened? I don't yeah, know. I know. All right. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so you listen to the Grateful Dead the entire flight over, which is two songs, you were saying? <laughs> About that, yeah. Yeah, a song so. and a half, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Killer Scarlet Fire. <laughs> right. So what got you into Grateful Dead? Uh, you know, I was playing in this uh, band um, when, when I was a senior in high school. I joined this college rock band, Plaid Goat. And um, they were a bunch of, like, 21 to 22-year-olds. And, like, they adopted me as, like, this younger little brother thing. Yeah. And it was great. And I – so I got to start going to all the clubs and stuff when I was still a senior in high school. I was, like, out at the Stone's Throw and mm-hmm. just – and I didn't I didn't do any of the stuff. I just wanted to be there. Yeah. Like, I behaved. And so, like, the owners were like, yeah, you can come in. He goes, 
cop, show up. Just make sure you're like working in the sound booth. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. So, <laughs> yeah, sure. Look busy. Right. So, um, back in the day. So, yeah, that's what I mean. So, I was like, hey, I have, you know, I'll behave. I just want to like experience this live music and stuff. And so that was really fun. Like, those, those guys and their, their friends just totally corrupted me. Um, but the singer was into the dead. Yeah. And so he turned me on. And, I, you know, I came from this like punk rock jazz background and uh and so what got me was um oxamoxa uh-huh. where it was like saint stephen that's and then, the palindrome title right that's that was like one of their earlier ones like 68 uh, or something uh, and then they had an album called live dead where they did the saint stephen and like the 11 and they're just like really hard-edged i mean it's yeah. like just crazy times and and then slowly just kind of Got a little deeper into it, and we went down uh, 95 to Chicago at Soldier's Field and Ooh. was at their uh, second-to-last show uh, before Jerry passed. I mean, I remember oh, the day he God. passed away. We got a phone call from uh, a friend in Colorado mm-hmm. that it's, had heard Jerry Garcia. This is before the Internet, so like yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you'd have to actually find out by like the news. Phone I mean, it in. <laughs> yeah. We sat, and we just, you know, we played like all the albums all day, and... Um, a lady I worked with at Pizza Hut uh, was a just total hippie and, again, kind of, like, adopted me a little bit. And she and her husband had all these bootlegs and, like, magazines and stuff. So they used to... Live tapes. Yeah, and so I, all of a sudden I inherited this collection of, like, things. Because they were kind of moving out of that phase a little yeah. bit. And uh, like so that just kind of helped propel it and yeah. stuff. And, yeah, and, and the more you dive into it, I mean, they're just such a classic band. Like, yeah. they're the most diverse americana music that i think yeah. you can experience mm-hmm. but well every live show is completely different from yeah the last. and some yeah. of them just suck which is great the songs just <laughs> suck i mean they're just off their game i'd sit there and i'll be like listening to some stuff like especially if you're doing like a big project you know and um you just have like shows playing and stuff and you'd be sitting there like come on guys get it together Jerry's forgetting words bobby's coming in the wrong spot like, they're just like not in this solo right now Where yeah is he? think that's a part of their appeal uh, to me it is you know they're human because <laughs> then people can kind of connect with them on that way because they're human and they're just kind of doing what they do usually people are just like kind of a little off in the air and they don't really know what's going on anyway yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but um, that's true yeah jerry garcia man he ended up having some some trouble towards the end where people wouldn't he couldn't walk down the street and all that stuff the the classic over-the-top rock star story. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they were saying that that's some of the reason for the... Because he died of a drug overdose, right? Was it a drug overdose? Yeah. Heroin? I mean, he had had a relapse. He was in and out of rehab and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And um, You know, there's times you'd get clean and, and there's, there's like just a couple of those people that, you know, from the very beginning, that whole culture mm-hmm. is what kind of formed it. And, you know, they, they definitely outlived far more than probably expected but yeah. um well they had a, a lot of death apparently and when they first got big in the late 60s well there was like four roadies and they lost that um, uh pig pen the yeah, yeah yeah the original keyboard, keyboard player and brent mm-hmm. myland yeah um you know they lost him yeah, to an so overdose so too and there was a lot of kind of death surrounding yeah them, probably because of the lifestyle yeah it wasn't it's all brutal. like yeah you know super happy times but yeah but their their music, like their culture, and I mean, if you experience like what it's like to be at a dead show, is just yeah. amazing. It's 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 a whole new just world. I mean, it's a town that follows them. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's a community, and it is. It's something that's just really fun to experience. And and even now, we I've got a, a dead tribute band with some friends that we play a couple times a year, and it's a riot and the same kind of thing. It's like people show up, and you just listen to it. <laughs> right, you know, you get a good Franklin's Tower going, and you're just, just like sixty-year-old pot-smoking doctors. <laughs> <and stuff>. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Everyone's uh, just sitting there happy, and they're just going to my office Monday. Heads. I'll check out that mole for you. Yeah, <laughs> <But> <laughs> on the house. Yeah, on the nice That's seeing crazy. you. Yeah. yeah. So, what would be your your favorite record? Why well, are we talking like studio album? Any. Anything? I mean, there's so much, though. I mean, that's yeah. a hard thing. Europe 72 is always one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Like, I can listen to that nonstop. And as far as one of their studio records, um, to me, American Beauty is like the ultimate Americana yeah. soundtrack right there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just just a good kind of folk, folk record. Um, <laughs> I was doing some reading about them. Apparently, they had a lot of trouble with their, their label and doing things in the studio because they would you know write 10 minute songs right and the, the label would write them letters about how they're apparently they were acting inappropriately in the studio and there were complaints about you know some of the guys being hostile or you know being disruptive and they weren't getting any work done and then they they made, i just i saw the letter online actually they would spell check and edit the letter like grade it <laughs> and then they wrote like f u over the letter and sent it back to him. i just thought that's so awesome yeah <laughs> graded their record the people giving them all their money they're just like hey man this ain't good enough <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool that's pretty cool it's apparently jerry garcia's thing was just about having a good time it wasn't about the future it wasn't about the past yeah it's it all about, about just taking the moment yeah seizing it which is which is really cool to, to see a band that really didn't put much effort into becoming something but then to become something right right which i guess was kind of their downfalls they didn't really want to end up with the responsibility that they ended up with that was a big struggle for for garcia apparently towards the end was the 50 something people on his payroll and well he i mean he going. was he was a, an idol yeah yeah I mean, that, he was a, that was one of the one of the things that uh bob weir had mentioned in a documentary that i watched is that they they put him on a pedestal mm-hmm. and uh you know like he, he was some sort of a channel to divinity Right. It really, yeah. it really bothered Garcia. It really bothered. Because he never, he just, just he just, he was a guy that loved playing guitar. Yeah. It got to the point where he would stop talking in between songs to the crowd, because mm-hmm. he would, because they would take everything he would say and try to assign some meaning to it, or like it really freaked him out, which is a, a weird thing to imagine happening to yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, some of the lyrics they have, and um, which he didn't even great. write. No, he had, a, he had a lyricist. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, oh my God, I just, I just had his name a second ago. Hunter something yeah. Hunter. Shit. I know. <laughs> it's alright. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, get the Wikipedia. Yeah, get the Robert, Wikipedia. Hunter. Robert, Robert Hunter. Hunter. That's yeah. It. And so then you think about he was just a guitar player. Right. A, a I mean, the stuff with like player. David Grisman yeah. is great. I mean, like that's yeah. like that's the thing with the Dead too. Is if you follow them and all like take all the band members and see where they go like you get led into all sorts of different kinds of music that you may yeah. not experience yeah. before like mm-hmm. jerry garcia turned me on to like some of the old-timey bluegrass and stuff right like, mm-hmm. they had and then you see where those guys play too and you're yeah. like oh man this connection and jerry garcia band was great and mm-hmm. um they had bruce hornsby play with them oh, wow. you know Whoa. for cool. he was he was part of the band for a short time, and like you get wow. turned on to him, and it was great. And so the year after Jerry died, we'd gone to the first further festival down in Alpine Valley, mm-hmm. where it was 
uh, like Bob Weir's Rat Dog and Mickey Hart played, which was just crazy world percussion stuff. I mean, that oh, guy yeah. is just like... Mad genius. Yeah, I mean, the, the dead and the musicians of that, people either like, you either love them or you're just like, no. <laughs> right. No, sorry. And I'm into one of those where I'm like, I think it's great. Like, just, just there's it. so much, there's so much diversity that you can experience with all that. And, yeah. uh, and they played with all the classic bands too. Yeah. So, Who did they play with when you saw them in 95? I think it was the band. Oh, the band. The band. Yeah, I think it was the band that opened Slamming up. Slamming show. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The and Dead did a record with Bob Dylan, too, right? Yeah, and it so sucks. This is because the band comes <laughs> 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 I haven't heard it. <laughs> Actually, I saw it on a list. I mean, not everything The Dead was good by any means. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you got Shakedown Street, which there's a couple good songs, but uh, they have a song called France that's just like, Horrible. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> we joke about playing that in our tribute band. We're like, let's play France. And just piss everybody <laughs> off. Why do people forgive so much from the Grateful Dead then? Because you get a lot of bands and they do. They have a couple bad songs on their record. I feel like they get a lot of heat for that. Where there's, I saw a list of twenty records that are mm-hmm. supposedly like god awful from the Dead. Well, it's because which they is a lot so of records to have that are. Yeah, yeah I mean, they just and they put every like live show out. I mean, there's. Yeah. There's like 77 Ithaca tapes and stuff like that. And there's yeah. like, you know, you go through all these like classic. Uh, one of the things I want to do is the 1980 Nassau Coliseum where they had Branford Marsalis come out and play with them. Like uh, Phil Lesh was a jazz guy and like Branford was in town or something. He's like, hey man, you should come sit in with us for a second half. And he came in to do like one tune and just jam the whole night. I was like, dude, we should do that. <laughs> and if I like Sue Orfield or someone to come in yeah. and just like recreate that show. Ooh. Because there's just like some magical moments that you're just like, yeah, oh, you just gotta do that. Yeah. Like, that's just, <laughs> Let's just, that's just fun, you yeah, know? And that's cool. So, I mean, I think that's one reason you get away with it. Because, trust me, we've all had off nights when we play, yeah. you know? And mm. sometimes you get to hear those again, and you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I just checked the checked this number on how many shows they played 2,300. 2,300. Yeah, they averaged 80 a year, which. It's only like six months out of the year when you think about it. When you think yeah. about today's musicians, they're touring 200 dates a, a year. Yeah. Some of them, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's, that's fairly light considering how much they, they were touring. So. Mm-hmm. And just think of thing. how many people have recorded. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like, that's, I mean, yeah. that's a good ratio of, like, quality yeah. recordings mm-hmm. per, you know, how many shows well, they played. And not even quality. These were just fans that would put up these stereo microphones. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then they would give the tapes around and yeah. people would collect them. But <clears throat> apparently the label was trying to get them to stop allowing people to tape the shows. But, you know, the dead are not dudes that care right, about right. telling other people what to do. So they said, nah, just let them do it. Too. And that turned into one of the most genius uh, marketing, PR marketing, marketing things, campaigns really. ever. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, they had taper them. sections. Yeah. Like, you would buy, like, taper tickets and stuff. That's awesome. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, you could, like, either. they that had sections. Really cool. that sometimes you could even get a feed off the board. Oh, you really? just plug right yeah, in. Yeah, they'd do that. Whoa. Like, there's a bunch That's of those insane. bands got into that. Splitters. Oh, I was doing some reading about their, their front of house guy and with the wall of speakers that they did. Wall of sound. Wall of sound, thank you. But he developed a microphone... So it would be two microphones, one on top of the other, with one channel. One microphone would be phase inverted, so that that would pick up all the feedback from the speakers, and the top microphone they would sing into, because the speakers are all right behind their heads, right. so it should be feeding back like crazy the whole show. Right. But he literally invented this new kind of microphone, just so they could do their wall of sound. Right. That's so cool. Well, I was talking to... Um, and he also made LSD for a couple. 
Like, <laughs> good roadie to have. Um, there's a friend of mine that went to the that anniversary show yeah. where Trey played, and they were saying something about like how Phil Lesh on his bass had these like pickups, and he would play a note and would send it to like various parts of the stadium. Oh, oh. I was like, that's, that's cool. They're like, Whoa. that's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's, you, I so, mean, that, yeah, they just did some. <laughs> you think they did that in the pickups, or the sound guys just like rocking some panning? Yeah, no, <laughs> it's panning. It like, no, but they were one of those first first groups to really yeah. put like MIDI controlled stuff into oh. their um, oh. into their instruments. Yeah, and like get flute tones and just like their space stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's just I mean, they just would make. No, it'd be like, hey, let's go down to pedals and listen to the people wanking effects pedals yeah. for a while like that's like segments yeah. of a dead show <laughs> we have this pedal we're gonna experiment with this for the next 20 minutes yeah we're, we're just gonna cool make bit. some noise here for a while mm. well, that's awesome so that's crazy we're trying to figure this out <laughs> right i know you guys paid good money but yeah but like i just got this new i just got this equipment. last night yeah i told you not to expect much at the door so don't yeah well, let's check yeah. out a song what is the first yeah. song you want to check out um well, that's hard. Uh, there's not many songs to pick from. No, Or not none. many versions from different years or different venues yeah. right. that you can pick from either. Uh, what a pain in the ass catalog to have to get through. Be like, oh, I love this song. But, oh, you didn't. You gotta uh, hear you gotta it from '79. So, it's Shea yeah. Stadium. Yeah, yeah, Dick picks volume. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, 82 in Chicago. That's garbage. That's yeah, garbage. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, you know, let's find a, a, a Tennessee Jed. Yeah, one of them. Just want to just hey. pick Tennessee Jed. Let's see. All right. We'll do Tennessee Jed remastered version. Europe 72. That's a good one. You want to do that? Right. Yeah, that's it. That's a live so. album.
Tennessee maybe, might be maybe. nice. It might be cooler in Tennessee right now. Maybe less humid. What is it, 140 degrees outside. Uh, yeah, it, it got up to 98 last time I checked. So oh boy, it was up there. Plus with the humidity, or that's with the humidity. So. 110 but. feels like a distant memory now. In the, the 90s sucks now here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing I for it sure. It was. Know. It's not the heat. It's it, not the heat. It's, it's the, the gosh humidity. darn humidity. So, <laughs> it's a scorcher out there. You know, uh, what I hate about these social things that people always say is every time it's raining, you'd be like, oh, it's raining. Somebody always says, yeah, we just really needed the rain right now. Everybody. Everybody can't says stand that. that. Yeah, we know we needed the rain. I know how rain works. You know, I just want to complain because now i got to get wet on the way to my car. Like, come on. But we needed it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We needed it we, today. We could have needed it when we all went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it got up fresh as the birds. I don't know. You could do whatever. But I don't know. It's fine. So how do they go from a folk band <laughs> that essentially wasn't he like a huge band uh uh garcia he was a huge banjo player yeah uh, that was his thing folk right and playing acoustic guitar and singing yeah i mean songs. that's what he kind of started off as and then they formed and i mean it was the acid tests you know they oh just, yeah like the, the the author who wrote one flew over the cuckoo's nest right started writing yeah. those ken kesey and the yeah. pranksters mm-hmm. and like you know electric kool-aid acid test yep. was one of my favorite books yeah too and you sit there um yeah, and they would ha- they would just give this. They have these stuff warehouses, out and you'd go in, you'd get a thing of Kool Aid. How do we do that today? Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like our music would do really well with that. Yeah, you know, yeah. whose music wouldn't? I need That's a the question to ask yeah. on a radio every, show. Every every buddy's music is good right. on that. Yeah, is that cheating? Did they cheat? No, you're just you're <laughs> using the resources that you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. It's true. Is LSD the equivalent of steroids in sports? Yeah, yeah right, right. For right. music, yeah, right. That's right. a good yeah, question. You know, that's but... a good question. Nobody admits to using it. <laughs> we need to withdraw it. They're in the Hall of Fame, You can hear right? it. <laughs> They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, aren't they? They have they? to be. Jerry Garcia has to be, at least. Oh, yeah. yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, Do you know what class? Do you hear? Make one up. 97? Oh, they've got them in quick. I'm guessing. Bam. Well, then we need to have like some review process to maybe revoke that if they were juicing <laughs> with acid. Oh, they, they juiced everything. <laughs> yeah, they juiced it all. Right, yeah. They did nothing that, about yeah. that. At they, all. they don't have a Grammy either. I mean, like, they don't? Just, it's all just. I, I mean, that. I think they got some weird, like, uh, nomination, that, you know, one of those things like. Lifetime. Like, yeah, lifetime. Yeah. But yeah. they have never gotten a Grammy, which is kind of like a cool little, like, I don't know. Like cool. They're selling out arenas around the world. Yeah, but it's the nuts. Grammys. They have no a cult Grammy. following. With we'll give one to Nilly Vanilli, right. but you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I don't I care. Yeah. It's like 30, 30, 36 million albums, I think. Somewhere Total, yeah. like yeah, all sold. of them. Sold, yeah. It's a yeah, lot. Of, I don't know. A lot of records. Physical. That's, album, that's a lot. Bro, snubbed. Yeah. For real. So towards the time you saw them, there was a lot of I don't know about rioting, but there was a lot of. Yeah, it was like, I remember, like, the Deer Creek show got shut down because they, like, literally tore the fence down and stuff on that. Okay, so my question there is the the, the PR guy started writing up letters for the band to read to give out as tapes to people who were going to these shows. Basically, like, hey, calm it down. This is not what we're about. And Jerry Garcia refused to read these tapes, and people took them as jokes. And also there was um, a press release they did 
where they got the whole band to sign, basically telling people to mellow out. If you don't have a ticket, don't come, don't right. tailgate, all that stuff. And Jerry Garcia also refused to sign that. Yeah. Do you think that, in a way, he was trying to keep this thing going by not quelling that? Because I feel like Jerry Garcia had that power to tell people to you know, bugger off, and maybe they'd lose respect well, I mean, for him, they wouldn't like him, but it would have mellowed things out. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. Who, who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, you listen to some shows, and, like, you'd hear that, everybody step back. Uh, yeah. You know, we're like, because people would get crowded up there, yeah, and, like, so they'd be like, everybody take a few steps back. And you hear, like, all kinds of shows, like, when you listen to, like, throughout the years, like, yeah. different ones, and... Um, You'd, you'd get some of that stuff. So I think there's a certain kind of mindset, but at the same time, too, like, I mean, it, it is. It's a crazy spectacle out there. Yeah. And, uh, and like, outside Chicago, you know, just from what I experienced, was, like, there was a ton of people there, and people were walking around, I need a miracle, and all that stuff. I need and a miracle? A miracle, that's what you want if you're looking for a ticket. Oh. I need a miracle. I need a, oh, you know, and, okay. I saw some of those pictures of people holding signs that said that yeah that makes sense and uh i've given away a couple of mirrors like i followed fish after jerry died you know i got into yeah. them and stuff and there's a couple of shows that like something happened where i like well you give away my tickets and so depending mm -hmm. on where you're at you'll still see that today too like yeah. people asking for a miracle and stuff yeah and yeah, uh modern but, but do you think jerry garcia was somewhat responsible for some of the things that went on for not stepping up and really saying something about it. Or... Mm. Yeah, I mean, he, he probably could have and maybe it would have mellowed people out, but I think it kind of changed with the culture. And yeah. I mean, I, I saw this uh, in the kind of fish realm too because I only got to go to one dead show, but like there were the, the people that came because they really loved... The, the band mm -hmm. and then there are people that came for just the party yeah. and that's one reason I quit going to stop seeing fish is uh you know we'd gone to Europe and we went back to these really small venues and it was it was just so amazing you followed them around for a little while I not I mean we'd go to like four or five shows and you know if they were in the Midwest we'd go like sure. see four or five shows and then like in the summer and then come in the fall and we'd go see those shows and yeah. um and I had a friend who he saw his first one at Alpine, and then we did <coughs> the Midwest Fall Tour. We saw three or four shows, and then mm -hmm. he had just graduated from college, and he came back, and he's like, I'm going out west. And he went to see a bunch of shows in, like, California and Arizona and stuff, and then he comes back. He's like, dude, let's go see him in Amsterdam and Paris. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so we did. Yeah, yeah, that's, awesome. Awesome. that's awesome. It was. It was, it was great, but I, but I was, you know, we were there, and yeah i'm done with because you saw the change over like even just a few years of like yeah. the crowd was less there and even i was talking about that with some um people over the last month about just going to shows period today where people yeah. just are like they're like talking yeah the whole time yeah yeah i mean and they're just sitting there and like at like concerts you're paying a lot of money to be at too and yeah. you just kind of want to be like guys want to Quiet for a minute. <laughs> Chill. Yeah. Enjoy the show. That yeah. is crazy to think that we went from this culture of smashing each other against chain link fences, literally people getting killed at concerts, mm -hmm. jumping walls, climbing, doing crazy drugs, all this crazy stuff, to now these lame sheep that aren't even really there for the concert. They're like looking at their, at their phone, like front row. 
right. don't even care. And like, it's not like they're on something enjoying it either. It's like yeah. they're just like hanging out with the phones the and problem. stuff. Like yeah. maybe the dead were onto something. They just got everyone's yeah. attention. They're like, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, that's like Coachella personified. I mean, like that's like the like definitely a great example of that too. But I mean, yeah, could you say that Grateful Dead was kind of part of like the whole device era too? Like they kind of started some like weird, weird counterculture where like all these recordings and like yeah. spring up. It's like so odd. Like, is was that like the phone? Like for a little bit, True. like for a show. Like, is that kind of weird? Yeah. Like, why are you recording I this? I think you the intention be behind it. it was way different. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but at like, least you're just holding like a mic up right. in there. Where you can now put it in your like shirt pocket. Show through yeah. uh, like right. a screen. You're you know I mean? delivering yeah. yourself have... a show secondhand. Yeah, already. Yeah. And then you spend half, like you know, then ten minutes afterwards trying to post it on whatever you know right. what I mean. So yeah. then you lose yourself whatever's going on. You know what I mean? So it's just, I think there was a there's much bigger disconnect uh when yeah, it comes yeah. to like seeing a live show because i mean every show i've gone to you know in the past five years have been that yeah just like you, you like especially because you get somebody who's right in front of you and then they decide <clears throat> to just whip out their phones and then oh, you're dude, stuck watching something. the show through their phone i say something right every in time front of you put that away yeah. more vulgar than that but yeah I yeah. think Jack yeah. White bans phones out of shows now. Oh, too. yeah. We talked about that yeah. in a, later, yeah. a, la- uh, episode, yeah. a few yeah. episodes ago where he's got these pouches you? that oh. yeah, you can get, like, keys yeah. or something. Yeah. You have to get the key when you turn back in to get your cell phone out. Or it's something. a little abrasive, but I get it. I love like, it. I, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, because my next question idea. was, w- is there an opportunity for a band like The Dead to happen in today's world? Mm. Are we ever going to get back there again? Are we stuck? Oh, I think there's... there's there's a lot of bands out there that have followings. I don't know if people... Well, I don't mean followings. What I mean is the Dead didn't just have a following. They had you a, know, a religious yeah. like cult behind them right. that saw spiritual things happening in their lives set. Is that culture over with the cell phone now? But I think it's that's, that's mm-hmm. a product of the time as well, considering, yeah. I mean, acid was like a very heavy drug during that time and that's what basically a lot of people i mean there's other drugs as well but i I think just there there was it was a perfect storm for that kind of like in that time you know because it was it was a progressive band and for that time frame too there wasn't probably a lot of jam bands like that you know what i mean that could really just go forever well i mean that was that whole era of stuff though i mean you look at um like the allman brothers Mm, were around that time too which was you know, if I was gonna say like a close second, I would probably put the Almond yeah, Brothers yeah, on that yeah, too. And um, you know, when you ask, you're like, "What's your favorite band?" I'm like, oh, "That's tough." But yeah. you know, to me, like <laughs> honestly, I would say probably the Dead. I, yeah. That's one of the things where you just mo- always come back to them. Most of my friends would be like, "Well, you just shut up." <laughs> like you with the Dead again. Yeah, they're just <laughs> like we don't care. Um, I don't go on and on and on about the Allman Brothers, but I they they were great. But I went on a binge of Dwayne Allman reading all his biographies and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they had shows where they <coughs> talked about the Allman Brothers were in New York playing their first show with the Dead, mm-hmm. and they the manager told the band like don't eat or touch anything backstage because <laughs> the road crew from the Dead doses everything. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like they're like okay. Well, the roadies and stuff for the Omen Brothers didn't get the message, so they're drinking oh, the coffee and no, eating the donuts, and they're all just <laughs> they're done wired, and they have to drive the semi trucks full of their gear <laughs> oh, from New York to like St. Louis overnight or no. something like that. 
Did that cause a lot of static between the dead and then like bands that they would tour with too? Like were some bands just like, I don't want my crew yeah. to get yeah, no. dosed. No, like, I mean that's just show. what like that was. Apparently they just the got time. away with they it. They just did it. Even yeah. their label, they would offer them yeah. a cup of coffee. Like, oh. I'm good, guys. Was that incentive Thanks. to roadie for any band that might be yeah, touring right. with the dead? Depending on who you are. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean you like read about these these bands that went through that era. I mean that's what it is. And that's why we lost like Jimi Hendrix and Jazz. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, Jim Morrison and all those, you know, classic folks that mm -hmm. passed away early is because like that culture was just full blown. Yeah. And all the time. Yeah. Constantly time. and and you know, the dead had their ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean there's times when like um a lot of them were clean at one point, you know, as clean as one gets not right. like weed clean right you know, like, not yeah. on acid currently yeah <laughs> right or, or heroin and yeah. like all yeah. that other stuff yeah. like yeah. jerry definitely had his roller coaster and, yeah um and that was one of the things that like you, you hear about was he had some some friends that weren't really liked among the family mm -hmm. because they would bring him back they were the ones that would always you know he'd be clean for a while and um there was I think it was Bobby Weir's bass player in Rat Dog, Robbie something, mm. that, um, or no, it was a bass player for like Jerry Garcia Band. That was a really bad influence that would always mm. kind of get him hooked again. And, and uh, is he still alive? Do you know? I don't think so. I think he, mm. he probably. Heroin's a hell of a drug, kids. Yeah. Yep. Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm -mm. <laughs> no boy, no. <laughs> Not good. You have another song you want to listen to? Yeah. Um, yeah, let's do one off Reckoning. Look up that album. All right. Mm. Then we'll do some music news. Do we have music we news? We have a little bit of music news. Yeah, tonight. yeah. So I was actually just looking a little bit up. Oh, and, looks good. Uh, some music news too. Yeah, and it, it, it involves a man that we try not to talk about again. Oh, really? <laughs> it, it does. Oh man. Let's see. Hmm. I can't. Let's see. We're gonna let, <laughs> let Eric. Don't don't know Eric is now manning. Eric has had to get up, walk around the room to help he Luke on the I computer. Up. So <laughs> yeah, he just right. needed a minute. <laughs>
seen by its own design. Nothing to tell them, let the words be yours, I'm done with mine. Just hit the pause. Yeah. Hit the pause button, Kurt. Why did we give Kurt the computer? Kurt. The buttons with the two lines parallel. The gay right sign, but the other direction. Always hit the bottom. That's let it start. You can't let it stop, man. Yeah, bro. He just got so into it. Yep, got into it. So we're going to do some music news, if you don't mind, Mr. Poodles. We're going to do a little bit of music news here. Uh, bon Iver's manager withdraws from congressional race. Oh, go figure. Oh, oh baby. No way. Oh, c- you mean unquote. it was just a publicity stunt? <laughs> what? Um, quote, unquote, unfortunately, it was not my time. Oh, wow. Come on. Uh, well, if, uh, if we want to still ride on the JV coattails. Might as well. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he teased two new tracks off a uh, off, uh, apparent new album that he's going to be coming, coming out with. Uh, it was a set list for a Berlin festival called the People's Fe- or People Festival, and so uh, yeah, it's two new tracks apparently. Yeah, we're probably going to hear at some point. So you know, two new <laughs> tracks. Um, Anybody here excited about new Bon Iver music? Uh, if it's like the last Curtis, album, Curtis, uh, yeah. not too excited. <laughs> I feel you know, inversely, but it, you go. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean. Guy is always doing something new, and yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's got the luxury to be like, dude, that Jason Feathers album he did, was, yeah, was, yeah, I thought it was great. I yeah, loved I it. it. Oh man, yeah, that's Jason the Feathers under, stuff. that's a very, it is uh, like, I know, like, it didn't get good reviews. And he was they, like, like oh, the mystery no. guy with the gold tooth in the background, yeah, it's him <laughs> and Sean Carey and Astronautilus and Ryan Olsen was kind of behind it. And, like, you listen to it, like, I like it. It's, yeah. it's, uh. I heard I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And I mean I've kinda heard like they were just kinda messing around in the studio having fun and like, yeah. I mean he can do it. Yeah. So it's it's awesome. Better than anything I've probably like been able to make. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I read these terrible reviews, I'm like, that record's like a million times better than anything I've worked on. Yeah, just like, bashing it. Maybe it's it not horrible. You know, and <laughs> maybe we should take the hint. <laughs> just Yeah, it was actually funny that you bring up that jason's feathers album because my friend nash just showed me that like two months ago yeah and i was like this is not justin or anything li- uh, like that and sure is all is all hell 
It is. And yeah. I was like, what the f- well, I can't even. Yeah. I mean, the story <laughs> I heard you, is you, like. Trust me, you listen to it and you're like, what is this? Yeah. What is weird. this? Yeah. But, yeah. It was, yeah, Vernon was in the studio with, you know, some people and they were just up late having fun and doing some stuff. And they're like, I guess he like tweeted like something like, we need astronautalist words or something like that. Like this, I don't know if you guys know astronautalist. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's a rapper yeah, from the cities. And yeah. I got to do, uh, Davy Sumner did this video series where he did horn arrangements with some different groups. And I got to be in one with him, and it was just Whoa. a really cool arrangement. Nice. That's awesome. And a uh, really nice guy, too. And the dude travels and plays and made a little name. But um, he was at a party in the cities. That's where he lives. And some dude's like, yeah, hey, Justin just tweeted. He needs you. I barely got in the car and, like, drove over to the <laughs> April base. Yeah. And they just started working on this. And then it wow. came out, like, later. Like, they yeah. actually, like, probably worked on it. But... You know, they were just having fun, and they got yeah. to do that. And that's what music should be. Yeah, is it yeah. is it that Bon Iver, Bon Iver album? Like, mm. no, which is make, what makes it great. You know, yeah. like, if you would have recreated that, everyone would have been like, you know, like some of those bands you hear, it's just like, yeah, they put another record out that sounds like the last one. Yeah. But, like, every mm-hmm. everything he's done has always been like, whoa, yeah. like, just different. Some of it I like more than others, and but none of it's mm-hmm. bad by any yeah. means so yeah. YouTube has taken down 30 music videos uh, okay. for excessive violence uh, m- most, mostly them? right <laughs> no uh, <laughs> no it's mostly a, it was based off of this you one of the higher ranking like UK police officers stating like they're getting a lot of like increased incidents of like violence and they think it's uh, attributed to attributed to this genre of music called drill music so I don't know. I think it's like uh, rap music that was that came from Chicago, but got really heavily, like I don't know. A lot of people in UK make it or they listen to it. So it's the so, devil's music. So does that mean right. Marilyn Manson now is is safe? is pretty safe? Okay. I don't know. Well, that's <laughs> so the, he's not causing weird. issues anymore. It's, it's this new music yeah, that's I doing mean, it. You know, just it's hard yeah. to keep up with what's right. Crazy I think music and video games are back on the hook now. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah, we right. need something to blame. Yeah. You need, yeah. We need a scapegoat here. I was going to blame something. fried chicken, but I guess music videos make a little more sense. You know, it's just nuts. I don't know. I yeah. don't know how it gets. I mean, I understand, but I understand that YouTube is their the own, water. like, being. And I understand that they can take down whatever they do. But yeah. the validity of YouTube and being, like, this free platform that just went down the is tank, becoming right? less and less of a thing. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you know, do what you need to do, but it doesn't come with without consequences is so. it off of all like everywhere or just in the uk just i think it's everywhere i'm pretty sure it's oh. everywhere yeah, yeah it's because the videos are too violent or because there's yeah it's real violence videos. in the videos yeah i think it's just the stuff in in the music videos that's causing it you know mm. kind of the same rap that you know video games get as well so at least allegedly causing like. yeah it, allegedly right. we should yeah. all say what yeah yeah, because I was like, you know, playing a first-person shooter, and I just wanted to go inside of a building and you blow just, a bunch of people away. Yeah, like yeah. It just, and I just had to catch myself. <laughs> it's like, no, don't. Yeah, do that. like I just did like a quick. Oh, I don't want to kill a bunch of people. Right. I was a lucky one, guys. <laughs> Not everyone has the ability to step back and be like, "Whoa." Have you guys seen? There's a a video series of like old people playing that one Grand Theft Auto. GTA 5, yeah. Yeah, yeah I haven't like, seen that. And they don't give them any directions or anything like that. They just hand them the controls. And they're like, they start, they're like, oh, they move. Find the cars, and they're like crashing in. They're like, oh, my insurance is going to go up. And then they find the weapons, and they just go nuts. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, people are people. Yeah. Oh, no. 
And uh, yeah, but yeah, it's it's pretty funny to see what those games will do. So. I remember playing some Grand Theft Auto when I was in Iraq. We played a lot of Grand Theft Auto. I tried to find all the doves in the New York one, Liberty City, I think it was called. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you find all the doves, you're supposed to unlock some sort of a helicopter, but then I got the cheat code, and I didn't have to kill all the doves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah, I, I just got the cheat codes for all those now. Oh, I used man. to play a little all, bit for a while. I'm just like, I think we'll get a helicopter. Yeah, I need a plane. <laughs> yeah. gotta go right here right now. Got to go across town. <laughs> this go. highway would make a great landing strip. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> or a runway. <laughs> yep. Uh, a perfect circle is uh, doing a 2D prism... Uh, uh, music videos now okay. off of their digital like vi- or their vinyl releases so essentially what you're doing is you're buying the vinyl now mm-hmm. you get this prism in, in in the vinyl then you put the prism on your iPhone mm-hmm. and then they have like you know then essentially it just becomes like an, a 2D like music video on top of the prism then from mm-hmm. your iPhone Oh, so it's like a little crystal thing you put yeah. on top of yeah. your, looking at that the other yeah, night. your iPhone. The so it's hologram, like a hologram like a fake kind of hologram yeah. thing. Yeah. That's really smart. Is that 3D or is it 2D? Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, guess it would be it would be 2D 2D in four different directions. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> like, okay. But that's you know we we talk about how to bridge the mediums. Yeah. Of like physical cool. and, and, and digital and that's yep. a pretty crazy little little That is a very cool idea. Yeah, God, I could just about imagine. Yeah. Creating the, yeah, who do you get to make those Can't videos? get people to pay five bucks uh, for your demo. Yeah, right? right. And then you got they, yeah. They'll get it for the prism. <laughs> right. Oh, you can't watch it on YouTube. You can't watch yeah. it. Who's can't making them? Slaves in Taiwan, probably. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Indonesia. <laughs> Sorry, I make that dark. It's so dark. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it only we should just Science be aware of where all our stuff comes from. Yeah, That's all I'm Cincinnati. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Walk around with you. You're not woke, bro. I'm not woke. Not yeah. This yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Wu Tang Clan is releasing a new album uh, pretty quick here, and I guess instead of RZA, the person who's usually fronting or spearheading every project, Ghostface mm-hmm. Killer is going to be involved in that. Really? So that'll be or yeah. like that's going to be cool. Steering the boat there more than usual. So that'll be kind of fun. A little piece of Wu Tang news for you today. So Wu-Tang. that's good. Wu Tang, nothing wrong with. So what was their, when did their last record come out? God, uh, I think it was like. Was it wasn't that one night in Shaolin with the Martin Shkreli? Yeah. Hell yeah, it was. Yeah. Technic- it? Well, technically, one, it was. Yeah. Yeah. When was that? That was oh, that was a couple. Three that was like 2015. Ago, right? yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not too long ago. Yep. And then my last piece of news for today is uh, Brock Hampton has just uh, uh, posted something stating that one of their. Uh, one of their members, Aziz, or was he, I, Luke? I'm guessing uh, you. Know, yeah. Amir Van. Uh, Amir Van. I know he starts. He starts with an A. I yeah, can't Amir Van. His name. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, no. Uh, he's like one of the main members, though, Alec Baldwin. like of the original formation of this group. And yes. they kicked him out, right? Yeah, they kicked him out over uh, sexual assault allegations and Ooh. and then uh, you know sleeping with the minor allegations as well Whoops. so yeah there's a lot going on there but that is a uh when you're a rock star why you gotta go sleep with minors man well, yeah, yeah that is you a, want. amir is, von That's amir von name. yeah yikes yeah it's yeah so that is the last who knows and of course going with that they were gonna drop an album i think pretty quick here but now that got pushed back i'm guessing there's a whole bunch of content that amir was on yeah and so that's gonna all get jumbled wow. up all their tour dates are now canceled. at least they were like oh 
Oh, well, that's cool. We can let that slide. Yeah. yeah. They, well, that's said they that's good. Tour dates? Yeah, they ah, did. Because then that kills me. Because then yeah. that, the, my theory was they're going right. to be at Old Claire Festival. Oh, uh, right. Now they're that. Ah, now uh, I blame you. Sad. Who knows? Maybe they would have been. Man. I don't feel like Brockhampton would be the kind of group that would like release him without like there had to be oh, something no. going on in the background. Like I feel like that you know they would yeah. stand They're, strong with him if there, if there wasn't. Yeah. You know, not just like yeah, if there was just I feel like they prob- probably I, that's just going off of what I think, but I don't know. I, I think they're fine. They have like twenty members in there. <laughs> they so they got like, like twenty they do. So they got a lot of other people to kind of fill in the gaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do we think of that uh childish Gambino song mm. this video is that America? came out? I love a lot it. of good subliminals. Up. I mean, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a good use of repetitive words. I think it mm-hmm. strikes really well. Like, I think it's all in, very intentional yep. with the music video. I yeah. mean, it's oh, yeah. everything's very well placed mm-hmm. yeah. in that sense. You know, I think it's a good piece of art. I think mm-hmm. it's so odd because he just dropped it out of nowhere, and yeah, I guess yeah. it's leading up to an album, the last album. Of Childish Gambinos. Oh but yeah, who knows? Yeah. Which I thought the last one was supposed to be the last one. That's what I kind of thought. <laughs> I, 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 that I had that mix up too. I, don't know. I mean, yeah. some people claim to be running for Congress. Some people say right. retiring. You just got to get PR somehow. Right. Take everything yeah. with a grain of salt. Right. I mean, this yeah. set up that music video because that saying he was retiring was what three, four months ago. Yeah. Got everyone talking about him. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. it cool off for a second. Blam hits him again with a music yeah, video. It right. yeah. That's all it is. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the Stones had their final tour, like how many times? Yeah, <laughs> it's a farewell tour. Yeah, part yeah. Grateful Dead too. Are they still the largest grossing they did a few group? Farewell tours for did they? for yeah, touring. They I think breaks, they made the most money. Taking, yeah, yeah, they were they were farewell shows. Jerry's got to go to rehab. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> well, another thing about that doing that kind of stuff though, it, when it works and not in, not in your favor is like LCD sound system. Where they had their uh, whole farewell tour is like this yeah. big sold out thing. Whether they came back like how many years? Like yeah. not even that many, that long Three, ago. Four years later. And then everybody was like, "Wait, what do you stopped. mean?" And then they was kind of I don't know. There I feel like there was a little bit of like people a, were salty. Yeah, people yeah. were kind of salty. I feel like when that happened. So you don't want to yeah. like overstep the farewell tour if you yeah. if you're supposed to really. I mean, you could it. either be like Brett Favre, right, or like Bo Jackson, right. You could do so, <laughs> yeah, Dude, Bo Jackson that's... crushed coming back. There is a good way of doing it. Brett Favre did not. You just go country no. after your farewell tour. Is yeah. that what you <laughs> be like? All farewell right, I was this, this genre. you know, whatever mogul farewell tour. <laughs> I'm just a country baby. I'm cashing out this country. project so I, I retired can start that making old more me. money. I'm in a small town girl. Now. I like the way the Foo Fighters did their retirement thing. They said they were breaking up and there was going to be this whole big thing. And then a couple months later, there were new shows booked. Everybody's like, what's the hell? What the hell? And they were oh, we were just joking. Yeah. <laughs> just I a mean, joke. It depends on <laughs> how, we're just how serious are you going to do it? Because that's the thing. Josh Shambino has only really, at this point, yeah. said he's going to retire. Never done like a retirement-like yep. show. Nope. Nothing like that. Nobody's gotten super sentimental like, oh, this yep. is the last show. This is whatever. I'm going to cry my eyes out. And then like then LCD sound system does that, that that stuff, and then like he comes back, and everybody's like, "Wait, you're tugging on me. You can't be doing that." And then now I know once you <laughs> once, with my yeah once you add an yeah. event to it, I feel like people get all like sentimental, and you know it's like oh, I'd God. like to announce the breakup of our band Chamber Noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have one last show. <laughs> They're <Just> a, <laughs> right. Tune in next week for the announcement of our EP release. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, y'all like it's it. Malarkey. Right. 
I, it is. You got to play it right. You really do. Should we? Should we do something like that? <laughs> Try to get promotion. Maybe start like a band feud on social media. And, and we uh, just go on random people's feeds and just start arguing with each other. All right, I'll see you at the show this date. <laughs> Here's how to life hack a pizza together. And yeah. Just like some ridiculous argument. <laughs> the EP yeah. farewell release. Yeah, just something ridiculous yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy. breakup and EP release. Yeah. Let, let's do another Grateful Dead song. Yeah. Let's see what we got. Oh. Who are you thinking? We should do something like, oh, look up the eleven. The eleven. The eleven. Hmm. What is this one? The about? one one. This is one of their old ones. This was this was one of the tunes where I was like, yeah, I dig the dead. <laughs> nice. It's kind of a little wild. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, it's this uh, live live version, San Francisco, nineteen sixty nine. Yes. <laughs> All right. Good year. <laughs>
They're totally the same. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, those acoustic drums <laughs> sound just like triggers to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> what are we gonna talk about? Phil Lesh. That's yeah, right. Phil yeah. Lesh. Let's hear a little bit about Phil Lesh. So I mean, just like that, like that tune right there. You listen to him, and he's just he's stepping over all over everybody. It's great. It's like, <laughs> messy. Like, I mean, that's, that's one of those guys, like, that just influenced me where you just yeah. sit there. And it's so much fun. It's so introspective to play in. Playing with two drummers is oh, yeah. just a riot because you're just sitting there and, like, do whatever you want. 
Yeah. You know, like, it's like everyone's playing their own song. You're like, yeah. Oh, we're just in D, man. Right. We're just doing yeah, it, bro. Exactly. Like, what's the key? That's the song. Yeah. There is no Sonic territory. Yeah. So, just so, keep going. But, yeah, I mean, that, that guy just reinvented, like, a style. And the problem is, is, like, I'll get these college kids that come in and want to take lessons. They're like, yeah, man, let's do some Grateful Dead. And I was like, all right, can you play just, like, a straight blues first? You know, and they're like, "Do we really do feel this, man?" I was like, "No, no, no, not it, not yet, not yet." Yeah. Back it up, like, but yeah, I mean, that was one of the things I loved about it is you, yeah, just he had just such a cool tone to it, yeah, and uh, I mean, just thick and just fat and just like and busy, busy in that '69 era. He's just gritty, yeah. like he sounded like a just awesome electric guitar. He player. was classically trained, right? Yeah, he was the classical jazz guy. Yeah. And there he was a trumpet player. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And uh so which is probably one reason where you're like, dude, play a root, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like play everything associated with what's going yeah. on with this chord band. That's cool. But um yeah, playing those things too, and like when you know, we do these tunes and our rehearsals are just a blast. Because, like yeah. the guys that we do it, we're all we've all been longtime deadheads. Mm-hmm. You know, like every other band we've been in has either had people making fun of us for being a deadhead or just like a few folks that didn't really want to get it yeah. and um this one we're like no we all love it and you know there's the eras and we all talk about it and throw out new ideas and stuff and then and we only do it a couple times a year too yeah. which is kind of fun so but do you guys do different for a specific show do you do different eras eras yeah. or uh you know the first one we did was the europe 72 era yeah. like when we decided we're like hey let's do that Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we expanded kind of into the 78, kind of stuck around that yeah. stuff again. Like I said before, we want to do that 80 Nassau Coliseum, but sure. we'll do... Um, so Jeremy Holt and Levi Felling, which is basically Snifter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we used to do Dark Star as a three-piece. We do like 35-minute oh wow. versions. Oh and it, was, it was super fun. And so we've done... <laughs> We've done Dark Star a couple times wow. and uh, with a full group too, which is fun. But that's one we... It kind of depends on the show, you know, like, yeah. but there's times when we're like, yeah, let's just get we're just weird. Like, we'll play it at, <laughs> we'll just jam in, you know, my space, and uh, it's it's a ride. So do though. you just have to learn, like, the basic foundations of the songs, and then you guys jam and hope it's in the spirit of it? Or you No, I mean, their really... stuff is, like, like, yeah, they got songs that are, go on for, like, nine minutes. Yeah. But it's all... It's all out there. Yeah, I mean, out. like one of my favorite tunes is China China Cat Sunflower. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes into I Know You Rider. And there's like, you listen to that tune and like, you know, it kind of goes between these segments and it looks like you're kind of going and a little bit of freedom on certain things. And then uh, then you come back, you know, to the tune and then it goes in this spot in D and then you go off. And so like there's times where it like kind of like a, a rubber band where you can like stretch it and bring yeah, it back but yeah. there's still that shape to it the whole time yeah on there and uh the one that we learned for our last show that was super fun and like something that kind of pushes you too but mm-hmm. they do a help on the way slip knot into franklin's tower and it's just this really awesome like weird timing you're dropping yeah. beats and all this stuff and mm-hmm. um and when you get that you're like <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, you know a sense of accomplishment and so yeah. and I'll sit there and I'll listen to like you know I'll just go through and I'll hear these little licks that Phil does here and there and yeah. you're just like 
that one. I gotta and you gotta then you gotta go back and like search through like this whole yeah. freaking twenty minute jam on trucking where they're just an E and you're like, Where is that lick he played? That was awesome. You gotta like hear it out. But I mean that's the thing I love about that stuff too, is yeah. just all the little things you hear and and the the drummers too, like the interaction, the way they play and like the you know, uh, Adam Nisbaum and Levi Felling and that are both really fun drummers I like yeah. to play with on their own and having those two and you look at them and they're having fun oh, and yeah. you can get obnoxious with it like because uh, yeah. it's okay yeah like, right it's a grateful bed fun you know, it's like, supposed to be in the moment yeah. but you know you play the song <laughs> alright we're going around once more now 15 minute song <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. what an easy set list to put together yeah in two hours we're going to do this song this song and that song I had a band in my like young like early 20s that uh we just wanted to be i met the guitar player like coming back from fish show at deer creek and uh we just kind of got to be friends and um actually levi ended up playing in this band for a while too but we would do these songs where like our sets would be a 45 to 50 minute jam basically in d with like quinn the eskimo into i know you rider into this back into this and then we tease this one again and we just have these like so we'd have a set in d and we'd have a set in a oh. <laughs> you know like but there are all these songs that would kind of go in between so we yeah. just play these big long things and um which is kind of fun you know yeah, like so sometimes it was cool. Sometimes it was, you know, we were young. It was, it's a good experience, you know. Hmm. You, I can play an A like you wouldn't believe. Like nobody's <laughs> business. That's my key. Did the Grateful Dead have a key that they used pretty much? No, they're all over the board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is kind of fun because it's like, you know, they got stuff in your B and mm-hmm. some weird chords and like, some of the stuff is simple. A couple years ago, we did. Uh, it was right after we did our first show, mm-hmm. and I emailed the Tuesday Night Blues guys. I'm like, hey, guys. Um, so the dead did, like, a lot of blues. <laughs> and <laughs> it was really cool band, to have, man. like, the blues of the Grateful Dead for Tuesday Night Blues. And they're like, yeah. And we're like, sweet. Cool. Nice. So we got to do because I was like, I want to do our dead show in a park. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. And um, we did. We got to. It ended up raining, so we played a short set, but we had fun, and we had the kids out in tight eyes and yeah. i mean it was yeah. sunny for a while and we we did but a lot of their stuff is blues based especially uh, like pig pen yeah you know mm-hmm. um he was a blues and r&b singer yeah. you know so like that was pretty easy to pick through some of that stuff and um and they got kind of some weird kind of funky jazz fusion things uh reckoning their acoustic album is one of my favorite and they do a lot of old traditional stuff mm-hmm. in there too um shakedown was their disco era you know, so they got like this huge gamut of stuff, and yeah. it's um, just really cool lines and like counter melodies. Bob Weir, I never thought much of as like someone that was a you know he had the voice, he had the looks, mm-hmm. and then you start listening to his parts, and you're like, man, that's really cool. Like yeah. he does some just really off the wall. His guitar playing is not like anything else. Like all those yeah. guys are their own entity. Yeah. There's no one that you're like, he listened to this guy. He sounds yeah. like this. <laughs> They're like, I don't I don't know where you got that from. Yeah. But you're just playing oh, it. Weird. So I think I need to dive into some Grateful Dead more. Yeah. Listen to a little bit this week leading up, but 
Yeah, it is. It's a rap. I mean, once you, you know, if you listen to Working Man's Dead or Touch of Grey and stuff, and they're all great tunes and stuff like that. That's like, <laughs> eh, I hear the radio version of Truckin' and I yeah. turn the channel, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. I hear a uh, 73 version of Truckin' Live at, mm -hmm. you know, Santa Monica. I'm keeping it on because it's 15 minutes. It's so it was awesome. Yeah, you don't hear people talk about other bands that way. The, you know, I don't know, Green Day 93 and blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't yeah. hear... I don't think there is group. another band like that, though. Yeah. There is none. I don't. At least if there was one, they don't stand the test of time. Yeah, can you think of another band that's... Kind of besides, I guess, Fish? Might be yeah, I mean, yeah. Fish, Fish, Fish is that way. way. I mean, I remember collecting, like, their stuff started in the 80s, and I had some of those old ones in there. Yeah, it's cool to see, like, a mm -hmm. band evolve with that stuff, too. Yeah. And, and they do come back. Like, they go, like, the Dead had their 72 era, and they went, and they're just awful disco era yeah and then 78 was great mm -hmm. you know and there's times like you joke like oh what drug is jerry on now you know <laughs> like yeah. like you could tell sometimes there's times where it's just lazy and... they had a disco era yeah it was bad why would they do disco i thought they were so anti that stuff uh, you know they still had to sell records <laughs> yeah it try it guy. you know i guess that seems so anti-dead to me from what i've learned about I mean, it was like Shakedown Street, which is a cool tune. It's yeah. like, yeah, it is a weird. It's yeah. a cool tune. Like you see, jam bands still play that. Yeah, and uh, that's when they had, uh, I think, Keith and his wife Donna Jean Gotcha, who was just like, she'd just be up on stage like screaming, and you're just like, ah, but oh yeah, um, but sometimes she did some cool stuff. But that yeah, there was some weird airs of the. Dead, that they're not all great. That's <laughs> <laughs> mm, crazy. Well, I think that's a good place to call it. I think so. Yeah. I think it's good. We got to listen to some new music. Gosh yep. dang it. Learned a little bit about a band. Mm -hmm. They are one of those bands you could just put it on in the background and yeah. just kind of get lost in it and not realize what, what time it is after a while. Mm. You're just like, man, it get just lost keeps, it does keep going. Yeah. You should uh, you should play out Ripple just to end it. That's mm -hmm. gonna be good. Well then, thank you, Eric, for yeah, coming. Thanks, in guys. This was fun to be back here again. Again, so we're gonna yeah. cancel our normal theme music outro yes. for a song outro. Yes. Luke, would you like to introduce this? One? Yes, this is uh, <laughs> uh, Ripple by the Grateful Dead. <laughs> My words did glow with the cold of sunshine, and my tunes were played on the harp of strung. Would you hear my voice come through the music? Would you hold it near as it? Were your own. It's a hand-me-down The thoughts are broken Perhaps they're better 
Yeah. 